All right. So uh, to do my medical minute on a recent study that came out. Uh, so we see every once in a while a patient with a wide complex tachycardia that are very stable. A lot of times we see wide complex tachycardia VTAC patients who are unstable and we defibrillate them and, you know, sometimes have to resuscitate them after they arrest. But, you know, there are times where someone comes in complaining of palpitations and you're like, all right, you know, what's going on here? And you put them on the monitor and the heart rate's, you know, 180, 200 and it's wide and it looks ugly, but they're sitting there talking to you. They say it's been going on for a day and they're totally stable. So it does happen that there are times where we have patients and we've got time to, you know, maybe use medications instead of shocking them while they're awake or sedating them and shocking them. So there was a, you know, there's several drugs we can use. We talk about amiodarone is one we use a lot. Procainamide is one that gets mentioned, but we don't use a lot of. And then lidocaine is another possibility for medications that can be used for quote unquote stable uh, VTAC. And, you know, what gets thrown in this mix as well is you know, wide complex tachycardia. Sometimes you have an SVT that's really wide that you can't tell for sure if it's VTAC or not. And the safer thing is to assume that it's, you know, stable VTAC. So, you know, there's been little studies over the years that I've tried to figure out which of those drugs is the best one. There's not great evidence. There was recent study that was a, you know, randomized trial to see whether procaine or amiodarone was better. And what they found was that procainamide was significantly better than amiodarone. First, they looked at adverse events. These medications, amiodarone, procaine, lidocaine, all can make the patient worse, actually, by causing you know an unstable rhythm or hypotension. And procainamide only did that about 10% of the time. Uh, amiodarone did it about 40% of the time. So way more complications with amiodarone. And then in terms of how successful they were, procainamide was much more successful than amiodarone. Um, so, you know, we don't use a lot of it. Maybe it's a drug we should become more familiar with for the times where we have a stable, wide complex tachycardia that we don't think needs to be shocked right away. But even, you know, while we are given these medicines, it is important to remember that these patients can decompensate either on their own or from these medicines. So we should still treat them with respect and kind of have the defibrillator ready, kind of ready for them to decompensate any minute if we need to shock them uh, if the medications aren't working. So... Thanks, guys.